Podlings. Podlings. Hello, Podlings. Hello, Podlings. We're back. We're back. How's it going? Good. Good. Did you have a good Halloween? I did. It was scary. It was spooky. And I'm ready to talk about Star Wars to make myself feel better. Here we (laughs) go. So like I do when I have a prepare episode, (laughs) I go for a fun facts. And I was looking at doing something based on the books that I'm reading, but I decided to not. Let's bring it fucking OG. Because I think for right now, you and I are quite outside of the original six films. Yeah. You and I are like... We're doing a lot of crazy... Getting out into the world and it's now. Let's Let's bring it back in. And these are all quite... Relevant to the OG, and they're just fun little facts. Let's go. Do you feel fun? I feel fun. I feel factual. Good. Let's go. So the number one that I have, these aren't ranked at all, okay? It's just the first of Here's many. the first fact, okay? <laughs> or this is probably like the 800th fact that we've told now. The, or is it a fact? <laughs> Sometimes we're wrong. Sometimes we're very wrong. <laughs> The communicator that Qui-Gon Jinn uses is actually a Gillette Sensor Excel Woman's Razor <laughs> in, the, in Wait, the prequels. So when he's... Everyone, when he's... Blah, blah, blah. Yes. He's just like also shaving. Like as he, <laughs> it's a female's razor. Oh, it's a female. Sorry, yes. I missed that. So it's a female. <laughs> razor. Like is the he handle. Hol- is he holding... Oh, is it, so the handle's pointing towards him? I think I can, I think or, I can see it I in my like- mind because I know what the razor looks like. <laughs> <laughs> and I can imagine him holding it. But then yeah. I remember I feel him, like, like just standing. I just thought it was like a little piece, but it, apparently it, it is like a. Yeah. They use it as like a, a more futuristic looking reporter <laughs> or something. But so what would you call it? It's a. It's not a microphone. It's like a. Oh, is that a communicator? Thing? Is what they call it. Communicator. Is that it, or is that maybe a, a, a part where it's not that? That is it. Is it actually? Yeah. It's like those big what? ones where you can have like the soap ring around <laughs> the soap ring around the so racer. Funny. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> right there. That's so hilarious. Funny. And it like just clips into the chunky part. Ah, I get you. That's it looks futuristic. Yeah. That's amazing. Dope. I didn't know that, so that's a fun fact. I didn't either. I thought it was funny. Mm. That's a little wholesome one to start you off with, okay? <laughs> well, Filming the lightsaber fight scenes, your best friend forever, Ewan McGregor, oh, excellent. kept getting carried away and making the sounds of the weapons themselves, so they had to be removed post-production. They had to be removed. <laughs> I want to know how much money the sound guy... Oh. Has someone done the calculations of how much he got? he earned removing those sound effects? I would also... Not even just that specifically. Yeah. But like all of the fucking changes and stuff that they would have had to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, back yeah. changes and edits and everything. How much those guys profited off of. God, it takes so much time as well. They probably actually got the short end of the stick as as you do as in you the do. design world. But you can be like, I worked on Star Wars. Yeah. It was good local. on the resume. Surely it was worth it. I'm just doing this as like a passion project. That's so funny though because... That's what, like, quite a few actors say. It's like Hayden Christensen does, does the same thing mm. where it was, like, an instinctual, like... How could you not laugh if you did one that was, like, hilarious? You know? Yeah. you like, fucking... <laughs> wow. Like, yeah. Ian McGregor and Anakin are, like... <laughs> Anakin. 
being interested <laughs> are fighting and making these noises together. How could you not fucking laugh? Yeah, I know. Because they do some serious scenes together. There's a lot of so bloopers a... of them <laughs> in the prequels. They're fucking funny. It's funny. That's just a universal thing that's that happens now. Phew. Making the, the zhuzh noises. Yeah. Which you could only do after having seen the first three films. It's true. That's true. Because they didn't do that on the first one. I'll tell you that right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't invented yet. Yeah. <laughs> the next fun fact is the bounty hunter boss clothing is a recycled spacesuit from Doctor Who. Oh, he does look like a Doctor Who kind of guy, doesn't he? Like the suit. Yeah. Just the special effects then for Bosk mm-hmm. are probably the equivalent of what Doctor Who's special effects are yeah, like, like a couple of years ago. Rubbery and clunky. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't uh, either. And you pointed out that there was another connection to Doctor Who on our last episode. Oh, yes. Or a couple, oh, episode a couple weeks ago. And yeah. With David Tennant. A lot of Doctor Who happening. Yeah, David Tennant, for those that didn't listen to that episode, David Tennant is the voice of Hu Yang, the droid in, in the Ahsoka series. And he is the voice actor. Arguably. In the... The best Doctor Who, too. Anyway, moving on. Oh, I can't even be controversial because I don't watch <laughs> that's controversial I've actually probably only watched the <laughs> section I watched a bit of the Matt Smith one which was good I've watched the and glow that's... up where they do the makeup behind the scenes oh yes <laughs> <laughs> for Doctor Who sometimes nice. as far as it gets um, another fun fact because you're ready right, um, number four people Peter Cushing who played Grand Moff Tarkin mm-hmm. found his costume boots to be extremely uncomfortable so he wore like his house slippers <laughs> During many of the scenes and just had them cut out his feet. Ah, oh, that's wholesome. Peter Cushing. Peter Cushing. That, that's apparently a, an amazing thing that actors rave on about is when they have to wear comfy shoes. Yeah. I remember I watched, that was really badly set. But there was an interview that I randomly saw once. I think it was Jake Gyllenhaal and mm-hmm. who's that funny? Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. And... They were talking, there was like the last question of this interview and they were like, do you guys like acting in space movies because you get to walk around in your socks all the time? And they're like, yes, that's exactly why we love it. Because apparently it's just, imagine that, you're just going to work on this massive film and you're just in socks. That is dope. I just thought about it too. I was like, how fucking uncomfortable would it be that every time that you go to work, you're like working in new shoes, which like, yeah, and not your shoes. In. Yeah, yeah. And they're probably not made to look comfy that no. the, the the main thing is how they look how they so look and if they fit the scene yeah 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 <laughs> that makes sense and i learned something new about actors now i'm gonna think about that when i see shoes i'm like <laughs> she fucking hates she's got some ballistics yeah. going on <laughs> number five george lucas has kids he has his kids <laughs> like do <laughs> Good. That's it. Yeah, Next. <laughs> he procreated. He has his kids in Star Wars, which I thought was quite cute. And fun. I didn't know that. Because we had talked about one where he had NSYNC do like a cameo in Star Wars that eventually got cut, right? Yes. We talked about that. He yes. did that for his daughters because they were super obsessed with NSYNC. So <laughs> really? he like got them to cameo and then they cut it anyways. <laughs> but he had his actual kids in there. So his daughter, right. Katie Lucas, appears as a Twi'lek dancer in episode two attack of clones and then her sister amanda appears as a background extra and then their brother jet 
interesting name. Mm. Jess Lucas appears as a young Padawan in the Jedi archives. So all of his kids have been in Star Wars. Oh, yes. Actually, I, I didn't know he had two daughters and I didn't even know they cameoed. But I did know about the, <laughs> the son. The son mm. And he also does another cameo in Revenge of the Sith. He's that mm -hmm. Jedi that fights off the stormtroopers that are shooting towards him. And what's his name? He's one of the senator guys. He's what's going on here? And they're like, you have to leave. And he's, oh, okay. And then he jumps in the ship and then this Jedi jumps down and starts reflecting all these shots from Stormtroopers. That's George Lucas' son as well. Good for him. Yeah. Double appearance. I wonder if the daughter's ever made a second appearance. Yeah. I would, oh, being a cameo as a Jedi would have been... Maybe you hear one of your daughters, like a tweet, like, dancer or one of the... But it is a bit weird. That is a bit weird. Weird. Yeah, that is a bit strange. I'm ignoring it. Yeah, I'm sure it was wholesome and it yeah. was great. But she just stood there like this. Yeah, a little kid trying to dance. Sort of. Yes, I thought that was fun. I would do it. Nepotism. I hope they got paid. They're actors that probably not. <laughs> Weren't even credited. No. During the evacuation of Cloud City, you can see an extra running with what is an ice cream maker. <laughs> The extra has since been given an elaborate backstory, which is very typical in Star Wars I love fashion. That. I love that. And the supposed ice cream maker is meant to be a database of contacts for the, that's like meant to be given to the rebellion at some point. Oh. Yeah. So they, they made this like ice cream maker like a thing because someone probably pointed it out. <laughs> and just, so someone obviously fucked up and was like yeah. in the background with a body. Like, no one will know. I need to cater for everyone in the year. It's like, why are you in the shot? Fuck <laughs> it, get out of it. This is, so there's an ice cream maker is Rebel Data, and then we have a Women's shaver. Razor as a fucking, this is. Yeah, but it's very Star Wars. It is. You're just going to use what you got. Yeah. No one will notice. People notice. <laughs> People notice. And then create elaborate backstory. I really like that. I was like, I like that they went back and created a backstory. About yeah. As you no, do. No, it's a database. <laughs> it's very important, actually. Yeah. It's, it's actually critical to the plot. Yeah. <laughs> Super. The next is our boy Annie and Darth Vader. Vader. They yep. meet six of the nine diagnostic characters of BPD, which is borderline personality disorder. Oh, dear. Which is one more than is required to get an actual diagnosis. So his character, so he's obviously. For sure, got borderline. Yes. Yeah. Personality disorder. Now, is this is the diagnosis? Is this after he turns to the Sith? So the dark side. This is Anakin and Darth just... Vader. Yeah, it's all of it. It is true. He does have some severe mood swings. Yeah. And now, after Ahsoka, it seems like he wants to be a good boy again. Yeah, I guess he's conquered his. All you have to do one. is turn to the light side and die. <laughs> Come back and haunt somebody. Yeah. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Another one is a disco version of the Star Wars theme became a number one hit in 1977. And held the spot for two whole weeks. I've got to look up this version now. I know. Play it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bloody big perm hair. Yeah. Like. <laughs> In the 70s, it'd be yeah. so funny. Oh, that's great. What a fab thing. Wow. Another fun fact is Al Pacino was actually offered the role of Han Solo. Oh, wow. Back in the day, in 1975, he was offered the role. He read the script. And it was like when he was just like obviously starting out and stuff. And he was given like quite a few scripts when oh, right. we're all about him. And he was given Star Wars and he read the script and he said he didn't fucking get it. He didn't make any sense. <laughs> the script didn't make sense. Fuck he, is this? He turned it down. He was like, I can't even read it. 
That's like, hilarious. Ridiculous. So he turned it down. And he said, yeah, I turned it on this. In an interview, he said, I turned it on this, this script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Star Wars. Oh, my to be God. Solo. Could you imagine Han Solo being fucking Al Pacino? It'd be wild. And then his like crackback was like, "Oh, I gave Harrison Ford a career." <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. It's not like he played Indiana Jones. Could you imagine yeah, that yeah. though? And he even yeah. said, "This role doesn't fit me. Like I am. It doesn't. Like I am just a, like a kid on the streets. This is not know, for me." Because you know what it feels like. It feels like it would be. He would just be Al Pacino. Yeah. Whereas Harrison Ford plays Han Solo. Like, yeah. he is Han Solo. Yeah. It's very hard to picture because, yeah, you just have... I think it also is a little bit too cliche on that whole, like, not that Al Pacino is a fucking gang member, but right. he does play that role really well. Yeah. And it just seems like he... You're trying to play too much into that. Yeah, well, I, it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't... It, yeah. It would have been Al Pacino as, like, a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> Just doesn't make sense, does it? Because like Harrison Ford as Han Solo is just so yeah. iconic. It's it like, can't be anything else. You can't do it. You can't. Yeah, I can't even picture it. Could never be anything oh, else. Oh jeez. And then Robert De Niro is Luke. Oh my god. <laughs> no oh way. Oh my god. Yeah. No, I can't. The last one, which is my, is my just enthusiastic <laughs> drum roll, Emma. <laughs> is my favorite fun fact in all of these fun facts. If I absolutely didn't know this, and I hope that you fucking don't know I've this. I've read it, so I'm, I'm ready. And if you do know this, and you didn't share it with me. Oh, shit. Now I have to lie. <laughs> I'm going to stab you and go with the lightsaber. I won't die. <laughs> so George Lucas said in 2016, so not that long mm-hmm. ago, he said that the entire Star Wars saga was actually like meant to be narrated not meant to be narrated, but is narrated by R2-D2 hundreds of years after it actually happened. Oh. R2-D2. Oh, what? R2-D2 recounts right, the story right. of right, he... Star Wars. Now, I didn't quite know that, okay. but I knew there was some, there was a, a, an idea of rumor or theory, or there was an idea that like the whole story was being told by droids. I don't know specifically, that it was meant mm, to be Archie Dishu, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah. But that just made me realize that Filoni again has... If you can hear that fly, by the way, I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's like, How the, where am I? <laughs> but Filoni again has done his little thing where he gets Hu Yang in Ahsoka mm-hmm. to start retelling this story yes. to Ahsoka. And he says, and a gal far away. And I think that's a nice little nod to that, perhaps. Maybe. But a very cool fact. I like that. I do too. Yeah. Obviously, if Disney sticks with it or not, whatever. But it, it's true to me, and I really like that. I and it. it could even be told by Grogu now. Could you imagine, <laughs> like, Star Wars ending? Mm. Finally <laughs> ending. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine that, I don't know, George Lucas, like, hello. <laughs> and coming back to say this is how it needs to end in the last whatever film solo story not solo story but individual uh, yeah, story is R2D2 recounting the story yeah that'd, that'd, be, be, pretty, that'd be pretty wild amazing yeah I have to say that I hope that day actually eventually comes yeah cause you could do you could at least cap off 
like, like the, Skywalker the future yeah. yeah the yeah like the skywalker like if they do this thing with ray this other movie with ray is that's potentially something they could yeah do yeah yeah it's it, it'd be a nice little it said hundreds of years later though so yeah be ray. right so maybe it's something when grogu's hanging like out another to, generation 300 years later mm. yeah yeah that'd be a neat little touch i would really enjoy that yeah I imagine crying to that. A solitary tear. And then he like turns off for the last time. Oh. <laughs> he just leans down and his lights turn off. Beep, beep, Done. Death. Everyone died. Everyone he loved he's has just, died. And he's just telling the story to no one because everyone's dead. He thinks the rocks are people. <laughs> and he's like going a bit crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. He's well, like, I know how they need to end Star Wars. <laughs> He's like powering C-3PO's head like through a cord. He's like trying to talk to her. C-3PO's witching. And, like, so depressing. Like, yeah. Like... Oh, God. He's that like... is not a fact. <laughs> Sorry to make that really depressing. <laughs> oh, my God. That's wild. We hope you enjoyed those fun facts, publics. Yes. I, I certainly did and didn't know a couple of those. It was fun. Yeah. I like that. Fun. Good. And I'll... Have a real episode next week, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we'll have another 10 facts. Who knows? Who fucking knows? Podlings, if you want to reach out to us on in any regard, best way is to DM us at Podlings Podcast on Instagram. And on there you can find our links to where we're stuff. To the stuff with the goods. And you can support us with some jowa juice as well, yep. which is just the buy me a coffee. But yeah, that's it. And we will see you next Wednesday. See you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.